0: Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Welcome back to Perspective with Jada Cross. I am so excited on today, you guys. First, let me say thank you. Thank you to all of my viewers and listeners. You guys have shown so much love to me uh, just in such a short period of time. I mean, I have people listening internationally. I have people coming over to my Instagram page, introducing themselves, showing love. I have friends and family and strangers sharing my content and you guys just don't know how much that means to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you have not already, please head over to my Instagram page at perspective podcast underscore. I want to meet you. I want to support you. I want to just connect with you. So let's jump right into it. Today's episode is called when a perfectionist meets Christ. It was inspired by my personal growth within my recent years. So here it is. These are the areas that I struggle with. I struggle with being perfect in my relationships not so much, you know, when people think of perfectionism, they think of the studious ones. They think about the ones who have to have the straight A's, who have to ace every test, sit in front of the classroom. No, in fact, I was always the complete opposite. I was actually a class clown, very disruptive, never really cared about my grades. And I believe it was due to me being naturally smart. So I always got A's and B's without putting a lot of effort. I had the occasional C. so being studious never was really my mission. It never really was my goal. However, I realized that in my relationships, it started to manifest. And recently within my business, So I'm going to really focus on the business aspect of being a perfectionist. And hopefully you can use this and see in different areas in your life where you have seen perfectionism negatively impact you. So here were the signs. Here were the signs that I was a perfectionist. I never produced material because I wasn't satisfied. I will always be the type to overthink judge myself harshly, never be content with what I made. I never followed through with my hustles or my business ventures because I didn't have all the info. I'm the type of person I needed a blueprint. I need to know exactly what I'm doing, exactly what I'm getting into, exactly what it's going to look like. I need to know the ins and outs. So back in 2016, I actually knew that God had called me to be a life coach, but it didn't last past three months. Why? Because I quit. I couldn't get past go. I didn't know how to get the business up and running off the ground. You know, I didn't know how to really pitch and get the the client. So I stopped because I didn't fully understand. That's what a perfectionist does. They don't really follow through on things. Another sign that I was a perfectionist was that I focused on things that I was good at and that what I was comfortable with. So believe it or not, a perfectionist can be someone who's very comfortable and content where they are. You know, I think sometimes we think the perfectionist person is the person who's climbing the corporate letter, the boss, the CEO, you know, they must be perfectionists. Actually, no, those are people who just go for it and they just do it. They're not afraid to make mistakes. They're not afraid to fail. In fact, they have failed plenty of times. When we read these books about successful leaders and entrepreneurs, they always start off talking about all their failures, all the mistakes that they made. But let me stay on track. So I knew I was a perfectionist because I was focusing on things that I was good at and I was comfortable with. So I was comfortable with my job at this time. When I started realizing these things, I was a career and personal counselor and I was so content at that job because I was so good at it. I realized that I was content being a mom. You know, I was a stay at home mom and I knew these things God wanted me to do. I knew he wanted me to start YouTube. But I didn't fully know how to start. I didn't fully have all the equipment that I needed to make the type of videos that I wanted to. So guess what? I just stayed being a mom instead of doing what he called me to do, which was YouTube. I realized that I was comfortable with being a good friend. You know, even when I did start my business, making the cute marketing branding materials, that was really within my comfort zone. And in fact, I was comfortable with just reading my word. I was the type, you know what? I can wake up. I can do my morning devotions. I can pray. I can read my Bible. That's fun. That's something that gets gets me going. Though that is a great thing to do, God wanted me to do more with the knowledge that I was gaining. He wanted me to do more. He wanted me to disciple and be a disciple. But I was just content with reading my word by myself, keeping all this to myself. God showed me that a perfectionist is comfortable doing what they do but they're not comfortable where they are at. They're not comfortable with their circumstances. And that's where I was at when I had to change my mindset. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing the things that I like to do. I'm comfortable doing them. However, I'm not comfortable where I'm at. I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel like I'm, I feel stuck. I feel like there's more. I feel like God is calling me to do more, but I'm comfortable. I was playing it safe. So because I'm playing it safe, I can't fully walk in my purpose. When you play it safe, you can't fully walk in your purpose. So here I am, successful in this job, making great money, yet I'm very discontent. I started my business, but I can't get past just posting information and making this information into consistent sales. Here I am stuck, not because my intentions weren't there, but because I allow my perfectionist, my perfectionist tendencies to stifle my growth. I couldn't grow. And why couldn't I grow? Because I spent long hours on one thing. I mean, I would be making a post for about 35, 45 minutes. My mom would call me and I'm like, well, mom I'm about to post something. She'll call me again an hour later. She's like, girl, you still ain't post that. I'm like, no, I need to I'm I'm trying to figure out the perfect caption or I don't know if this color looks right. I would spend long hours on one thing. I couldn't grow because I knew my flaws and I ran away from them. So I knew I wasn't comfortable with pitching when i was a life coach i wasn't comfortable with trying to pitch myself for a sale because i wasn't comfortable with my own voice so i ran away from doing that so i w- i would be okay with you know writing a quote writing a prayer um giving people tips and ideas you know here are four ways that you can do this this is three ways you can do that but when it came to actually connecting with my client and going live and doing having that face to face value i couldn't do it because i wasn't comfortable with my own voice so i couldn't grow and another reason why I never could grow is because I never thought anything I did was an achievement. I downplayed everything I did. I just thought, oh, you know, I'll get a compliment. OJ, that's so good. I'm like, oh, that girl, that's nothing. I just did that and blah, 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 blah. I downplayed everything. So I allowed my perfectionist tendencies to stifle my growth. Here I am, this perfectionist who needed healing. I knew I needed to change. I had read this one article one day. It was called Nine Signs That You're a perfectionist and they talked about you know you struggling to complete a task in a timely matter it talked about investing a lot of energy into masking your flaws it talked about how you couldn't celebrate your own success or you avoid doing things that may cause you to fail I'm like oh my gosh this is me so much of it resonated with me so here I am now what where do I go and I knew I had to go to Christ I knew I had to surrender this to him because if I didn't I will always be discontent where I'm at. I will always be mediocre. I will always just do the minimum to get by, but I never will push myself to be all that I was called to be. So here's the thing that I do when I have these reality checks. When I know that I really need to surrender something to him that's hard that I don't want to, I start reading my Bible. God speaks to me the most when I read my word. So I I started reading my Bible and I seen this constant theme. I seen how God will find these people I mean regular people who think just like I do they would question everything they would ask God God why God why me what do I do and when I get there what do I and I'm like oh my gosh this person is me like lord I need to know but it was deeper than that as I would continue to read as I would continue to study I started seeing more about God who God was and he was never really concerned with anything that they brought with him. They would bring like, God, well, I'm only this, or I can only do that. Or what do I do if they don't listen? Or, you know, God was never really concerned with the weakness of them. He was never really concerned with their anxiety, with their uncertainty. He was more concerned with their understanding of who he was, with them understanding his promises, with with their understanding that he was above everything that they were concerned with. I absolutely loved When I would hear God say, I am the Lord, I am yours. I am the Lord who brought so-and-so out of this. God would give them constant reminders of who he was. So it clicked to me one day. All God wants is our surrender, our yes, our faithfulness, our obedience. I knew perfectionism was keeping me from being all he had called me to be. It was keeping me quiet, taking away my confidence, taking away my voice. I knew that this was an issue. I knew that if I did not work on this, I would fall into this trap of always trying but never completing, always trying but never going through on anything, always having the the mind that I want to do this. I will always be the dreamer and never the executor. I will always be the person in church in the back, in the pew, the pew member, but never a worker. I will always find myself being the person taking notes Sunday, Wednesday after Sunday after Wednesday after Sunday but never applying these things directly to my life. No application. So once it clicked, I knew I had to focus on my purpose and my mission. And here it was. This was my downfall. The downfall was thinking that it was about me. My downfall was thinking how well I performed, how well I spoke, how well my website looked. It made me think about my husband. Um, He's a minister and he always brings up the great commission in his sermons. And it's basically a passage about making disciples. And I realized that's what it was about. Not this cute stuff that I'm doing. When I stopped looking to be perfect in my way, but perfect in discipleship, the game changed. God didn't require perfectionism from me. He required total submission to his will. That meant that I had to drop some of my habits and change my strategy so that I can become more committed to his will. This is what changed my mindset. This is how I became more concerned with speaking the truth versus speaking it well. I became more concerned with showing up for God versus showing up for people. I became more concerned with being consistent for eternal reward versus self-gain, validation, people applauding, people liking and sharing whatever I was saying and putting out at that time. Here it is when a perfectionist meets Christ, you realize that it's about discipleship and doing what his will is for your life. So here are the takeaways. Whatever God is calling you to do it, do it bold. Do it boldly, do it unequipped, do it with no blueprint, and do it diligently. Know that when you're doing this is to bring God glory, not yourself. God doesn't care about how perfect you are. He doesn't care about how perfect you appear. He doesn't care about how perfectly people perceive you, but he cares about your sacrifice and submission. This allowed me to take the pressure off myself. So take the pressure off yourself by thinking you have to perform well for people. Become so addicted to showing up for God that you will slowly stop seeing the things that made you quit, the things that made you give up, the people who are a distraction to you. Be so addicted to showing up for God that you slowly stop seeing that thing that made you overwork or overthink. My life has been changed since I have completely surrendered to God. I surrendered my plans to him. I surrendered my goals to him. I still dream. I still have vision but I check in with him and I check in with myself and I check myself and I let myself know that this is what I'm doing it for and not this. When I start feeling myself getting anxious, when I start seeing myself overthinking, when I start losing my energy and want to quit, I ask myself, I check in with myself. I do some self-talk. Why are you doing this? And when I point myself back to Christ, when I point myself back to God and what he's called me to be, I surrender it all again and I repent. And I asked God to forgive me because for a second I stepped out of his will and I stepped out of his understanding to my understanding. For a second, I thought that it was about me, Jada. And I allowed God to humble me with his word. And I realized that it's all about the kingdom. It's all about him. So let everything that I do be so he can be proud of me. So I can smell good in his presence so that he would get the glory. So people would see him and not me. So people will see my testimony and the miracles that have happened in my life because of him, not because of who Jada is and how well Jada does this. Let them see my prayer life. Let them see my fasting. Let them see my spiritual journey. Let them see how disciplined I am, how disciplined I challenge to see myself. Once they see these things, they will always see Christ. So this is what happens when a perfectionist meets Christ. So this is going to conclude our episode right here. I pray that you are blessed. And I pray that you walk away with the understanding. I know I said a lot. I know you may have to listen to this again. You may have to pray. You may not understand it right now. But I do hope that you get the message. That you realize that it's not about you and it's all about God. It's all about him getting the glory. It's all about him being satisfied with your life. Once you grasp that understanding, you don't care about what people think about you. You don't care about being perfect. You just care about getting the job done for God with all that you have. So no, I don't have all the equipment that I want. I don't have every camera, but I show up. I'm trying my best to be consistent. I've started the podcast. I started the YouTube. And every day I'm going to remind myself why I'm doing this. And that's what's going to keep me going. That's what's going to keep me committed to the vision. This is a perfectionist who has met Christ and the result is total submission. That's how I'm able to show up every day. Thank you guys for tuning in and I want to say it again. Please head over to my Instagram page at Prospective Podcast underscore. Follow, like, share the content. Introduce yourself. Please DM me. Visit the footnotes at the end of this episode, and I will include all the information there. Be blessed.